robot is smashing down Main Street. Your best friend tried to kiss you. Your mom thinks your grades need work. Your mentor thinks your team is bringing you down. Oh, and your costume is ripped. Just another day in Queen City. Masks a New Generations is a superhero role-playing game in which a team of young heroes fights villains, saves lives, and tries to figure out who they are. Noble Paragons, Dark Avengers, or regular kids. All against the backdrop of Halcyon, or in this case, Queen City, the greatest city in the world. Queen City is a massive, bustling metropolis. Countless people from countless cultures and walks of life populate this great city. It's a contradictory and wonderful combination of darkness and light, crime and heroism, corruption and hope, past mistakes, and the promise of change. It's always been the city of tomorrow and yesterday, and that's never been more true than today. Queen City is the focal point of the super-powered, extra-normal world. The city's always had more than its share of strange heroes and goings-on, but since the late 1930s, it's played home to more superhumans and their kin than any other place on Earth and the city has evolved to fit its population. Construction crews work at ridiculous speeds to repair the damage done in superhuman roles. Queen City hosts the headquarters of Aegis, the advanced expert group for intervention and security, an elite government agency that was specifically to deal with superhumans, among other weird, secret, and superhuman-oriented organizations. Over the course of 80 or so years of superheroes, Queen City has seen three relatively distinct generations of superheroes rise and fall. These three generations are colloquially known as the Gold Generation, the Silver Generation, and the Bronze Generation. And now, there's a new generation rising. The children of other superheroes, or trainees of prior generations, or brand new superpowered individuals, all trying to figure out who they are in the midst of Queen City's own special brand of wonder and insanity. So, let's meet some of these new heroes. After your heroic efforts in saving a top-secret program codenamed Halcyon, designed by ZPG for Aegis, all of the acronyms, from falling into the hands of the Fumigator, the three of you were invited to attend a special gala to receive recognition for your bravery. So that is why you find yourselves mixing and mingling to your heart's desire with various business owners and their super friends. So let's meet these heroes. Uh, who wants to go first? Introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about who you're playing, what you look like, and are you actually mingling or are you pouting in the corner because you don't want to be here? Very much pouting in the corner not where Madigan wants to be <laughs> at all <laughs> at least not as your hero character so yeah Caitlin introduce yourself I'd rather be like at the back <laughs> I'm Caitlin I am playing Madigan she is known as the Scarlet Sentinel though she will argue being a hero at all not really her thing but she does it anyway <laughs> Because there's awful things in the world, and she can stop some of it. On the exterior, you would think that her primary feat is strength. She is quite in shape, but her biggest strength is very much tech. It's like her brain is linked with the computers when she's using them. 
what you see in the movie, she can do almost exactly that. <laughs> I love it. And what does the Scarlet Sentinel look like? What's, what's your superhero look? Well, she's very much, like she's got very long red hair. It's like very poofy and just very untamable. Not like creepy or frizzy or anything, just like, there's just way too much of it. So it tends to sit back in like a big old, like a big bun, regardless of whether she's superheroing it up or working at Zero Penguin Tech, <laughs> which is where she works as major IT work. And when she is superheroing it up, it tends to be, she goes very basic, uh, leather jacket, t-shirt, black pants, big boots, and she's got like a little computer attached to her hip that comes with her everywhere. And because superheroing it up, she's also got like a little red mask, kind of hide that identity. <laughs> yeah, it's probably got like some different like reflective bits to make it so no one will ever be able to recognize your face even if you do get caught on camera. Exactly. If the camera does hit her face, it just kind of like warps. So like one of those, what are they called? The ones where the faces like are all like skewed. <laughs> Not quite. I can't remember what the, who that artist is where like the eyes are here and here and the nose there and the mouth is like up Picasso. over here. Picasso. <laughs> there you go. As I say, I think that's like a whole style. But... Yeah. Like it, just, it causes it to like shift weird. So... What kind of people is the Scarlet Sentinel hanging out with? Are you hanging out by, like, the food table, or what are you doing? Uh, I, I try and kind of stay on the sidelines, but if people do interact with me, I, I, I'll do my best to be polite. But I try and keep it short and sweet. I don't like chatting. It's not my thing. I'm very much not a people person. Which is unfortunate because um, the video of your fight with the fumigator went viral. So everyone's just gushing about, oh, the way you caught like that couch that was flying through the air right before it hit all the civilians, that was amazing. In the back of her head, she's like, I was trying to get to the computers, but they lived anyway, so all's good. <laughs> and I'll never say that out loud, but. <laughs> But no, I'll, I, 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 like I said, I help. I help when help is needed. So. So the camera pans away from Scarlet Sentinel, who is trying to edge her way out of a conversation. To. I can go ahead. Yeah. Oh, go for it. So, uh, I will be playing. Currently, goes by the name Kid Phoenix. He, him pronouns. Uh, he looks like 90s Superboy with the blue filtered out, basically. So it's a lot of reds and blacks and like a little bit of white. And it's essentially like the kind of Superman outfit, but with a leather jacket over top of it. So it's like a white and red sort of ensemble like super outfit with a dark brown leather jacket and uh he has a mullet his hair is like generally like on the darker shade of brown and he does wear like a little the little domino mask sort of thing that just like covers the eyes and he's well known because he is reported as like the the child of um the phoenix 
which is like a major superhero. Yeah. Granted, he's not Kid Phoenix anymore because he's like, well, he thinks of himself as like an adult. He's like 18-ish. Uh, so he's like, I don't need the Kid Phoenix name anymore. So he's like workshopping a new name, but he hasn't arrived at it yet. But currently, uh, I think he's more so trying to avoid talking to people because he usually gets the same really tired questions about oh what's it like as you're like transitioning to like doing a lot more hero work without your like dad's supervision and like uh, what's it like growing up under the phoenix like that sort of thing and he's tired of answering those questions so he's very much hanging back and occasionally using telekinesis to lift up some snacks and like move them over to him so he doesn't have to mingle in general his powers are telekinesis related and then to so like he's mostly able to like lift a bunch of things with his mind including himself so he can kind of fling himself around to across distances it's not a perfect system uh, but he's gotten it pretty well practiced at this point that's where he's at he's definitely looking a little like glum to be like oh great another press conference i'm tired of this yeah your dad has been with you for a lot of these things, but he just, he wasn't able to attend this. He just, he had something to do, but he's still really proud of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, and he's like, oh, thanks, thanks. Sure. His tone is a little bit more, like, I think subdued. He would want to be more com- uh, confident and, like, excitable, but it's his heart's just not in it these days. Yeah, it's it's been a weird week after things happened. Oh, and I guess make sure it is, there's awareness to it, because I I only did very bare minimum of physical description. He looks like he is of Latine descent. And this is a little odd because the Phoenix is not Latine, but uh, mostly people chalk it up to like, oh my God, do you think he got with that superheroine and he just hasn't talked about it? That's so, because that kid came out of nowhere. He never talks about where the kid came from. Secret love child. Actually, yeah, I don't. I don't really know what the Phoenix's yeah. civilian personage looks like, but I imagine it is a little different than expected. Yeah, he's used to handling things like that, but he has made sure like no one gives you a hard time. He's like, nope, you you don't mess with my kid. Yeah. How it happened doesn't matter. This is my kid. Very um. Ned Stark of him. He's not perfect, but he tries. Yeah. So the camera pans away from Kid Phoenix, just nodding his way through yet another. Oh my god, how many your dad did this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Your dad saved Queen City Bridge. Yep, there sure are a lot of bridges in Queen City. No. Why is there some train bridges here? Just like gritted teeth, like, yep, I know about that bridge. Name one hero who hasn't saved a train from going off of that bridge before they upgraded it to actually fit adequate security standards for superheroes. Say that bridge was (laughs) that bridge was never up to code. That bridge was like literally like two pieces of twigs tied together with string. Yeah. All the heroes just got really, really bored and fed up with any like of like, the enough. minor ones and just did a massive petition <laughs> and fixed it I themselves. <laughs> now it's a, a holiday. It's been about 
like 10 years since something has gone off of that, but Pete, there's still always at least one person you're stuck on bridge watch. It's like your first <laughs> training mission is like make sure nobody falls off this bridge. Yeah. There's rumors that there was a curse, but um, that is yet to be confirmed. Yeah, we'll cover that <laughs> later. We'll figure out if that's actually a thing just a bit when I get there. So the camera pans over to our third and final hero, Glider. Yes, Glider, civilian name, Bethany Bertolucci. She's 18. She looks very fit, but she's very short and kind of boxy, kind of like a gymnast. And she's wearing more like a standard superhero leotard, but it does have like elbow pads, knee pads. And she does have like an 80s aerobics kind of vibe. And she has like the like t-shirt that's over the leotard that's like off shoulder. And it has like a G on it with like the speed lines. And it's very obvious that this is like, like she ordered this. <laughs> specifically like it's not hand it's not hand painted but it is like cheaply t-shirt printed and uh the colors are all very very bright blues very bright purples and uh she has kind of the goggles that kind of cover the top of her face and her hair's dark it's very short and she is trying to mingle emphasis on trying because as everyone saw on the viral video, her last part of it in it was getting thrown through the window, the plate glass window of the lobby. Yeah. And that's kind of where that ended. So she's trying to, you know, join in on these conversations and see who everyone is and introduce herself. And they're like, oh, are you okay? Are you all right? <laughs> oh, no. Are you good? <laughs> yeah, because... This is this is the bit help being held in the hotel Saskatchewan, and there's TV screens everywhere, and they yeah. mixed in with all of like the company commercials. They keep like playing Oof. that moment <laughs> where, <laughs> where Kyra gets tail but through a window. There's like a remix already, and then Kid Phoenix almost throws a, hits a bunch of civilians with the couch trying to catch glider oh, no. and then scarlet sentinel catches it before it hits anyone so <laughs> every single one of you hates this video for very different reasons we're really good at this i promise <laughs> and i'm just like you know the fourth person who's like are you are you okay small child <laughs> and i'm like well uh you know, they, they're not showing it on the clip, but right before he got me with his tail, I really got him good uh, with an uppercut. Yeah, you did have some really good moments of the fight. That is not what went viral. You can't. Yeah. You see that part where you can just see his back? Yeah, I'm on the <laughs> other side and I was really uh, I was doing some good work, I thought. Yeah, yeah, sure thing. So how did you get to know Kid Phoenix? Oh, Kid Phoenix is great. Pause. What are Kid oh, Phoenix's pronouns? Oh, Kid Phoenix's pronouns are he, him. Uh, and I don't know if I mentioned civilian name, but it's Marcus with the very real and totally not fake last name Smith. 
Also, you absolutely do not know. I don't oh, know yeah, if you yeah, know, you know, you know Marcus's know. name. But yeah, Kid Phoenix is, uh, when, when the camera pans over, he's currently, he has like a, like, what look like uh, pot stickers, and he's just like floating them casually into his mouth. And just trying to look around to make sure nobody sees, and then floating another. Glider's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, Kid Phoenix is great. He's so cool. And then I definitely see you. I almost choke on Floating one. pot stickers. <laughs> so does Madigan. Oh, yeah. No, I think there's like a, a triangle of eye contact, and he almost chokes on the pot stickers. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh. <coughs> <laughs> It's the first time Madigan even smiles at this thing. <laughs> you know, if y'all all, all awkwardly stand together, pretend like you're talking, other people will leave you alone. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> They'll probably want to do like a group interview. <laughs> I see a kid Phoenix choking and I'm like, oh, excuse me. And I want to super speed and not obnoxiously like to knock things down. But I do zip past the food table and I grab like a cup of punch and I'd zip up to oh. Kid Phoenix very suddenly. Jeez. Glider, right? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You're, you're good. Um, Hi. Thanks for Hi again. coming to my rescue, I think. Yeah, I saw you enjoying some pot stickers and thought you could use a drink. Yeah. No, I, I, I appreciate it. Um, how are you? I can't ever say I really enjoy these. Uh, how are you getting along with uh, press people and other nice civilian folks? I mean, it's fine. Everyone's great. Everyone's really invested in keeping this place safe. Um, everyone's really interested. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they got all the. Or what? What you and Mad Mad? What you and uh, oh? What you and? Sorry, I don't know your name. <laughs> Scarlet Sentinel. <laughs> yeah, everyone's just really, you know, happy with what uh, us and Scarlet Sentinel did. I mean, yeah, we did a good job. We Weird that a Florida villain made it all the way up here, but I will, I think. Yeah, I thought that was weird, too. Because he's from, like, Florida, Florida. Yeah, like, the guy's an anthropomorphic gator with smoke powers. That's like the most yeah. Florida it could be. I don't want to put that on New Orleans. I like New Orleans more, and I live in Florida. Yeah. New Orleans doesn't deserve yeah, that. They don't, they don't deserve that. They, Florida they, they, does. Fumigator was a lot taller than I thought he was going to be, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, like the TV removed several feet of height. I walk up and just... Well, gators usually get to be about 12 to 20 feet long, so he got lucky. He wasn't 20 feet tall. Oh, man. That would have been a really different video. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been wild. <laughs> How are you handling things, Scarlet? I want to be over there, and I point towards the tech guys, like, dealing with the computers. I know that language. I don't know this language. But I do know a lot of these people are just here to monetize on a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah, you like hold a burrito. You say, if I had to pick a burrito, I would go to this burrito. And then they, they, they hand you they hand you something to sign. And then you give a thumbs up. And then you go to your next thing. 
it's more business owners than the actual tech people. Like there's maybe like one or two people here that yeah. you would want to go talk to, Matt again. Yeah, no. <laughs> you haven't found them yet. Also, I think you might be trying to avoid them just because you know it'd be too painful to not be able to talk to them <laughs> as yourself. Yeah. No one can know. It's a lot of adulty business adults in suits. Hence the monetization of a lot of what we do. Yeah. They're going to try and get us on some ads. They're going to want us to say that they're whatever. Like, like Kid Phoenix said, they're whatever is the best whatever. I don't want to get into that. I will stand by those burritos, though. I know that ad spot was like at least five years ago and they're out of business, uh, but it was downright tragic that we lost those burritos. Some of the best burritos tend to go to the wayside. Yeah. Because you still have beaks. Not burritos, but still good food. <laughs> Sorry, did you say beaks? Yes. Yes, beaks. Oh, fried chicken. Sorry, I love that us as as amazing superheroes we're discussing burritos. <laughs> we're... Yeah, no, of course. I was I was gonna ask what is a like canon burrito place in the graveyard tapes so that we can promote like cross synergy here, but I don't know enough about the graveyard tapes to know if there's a burrito place. I don't think we really talk burritos. We've talked chicken. They're called tacos burritos. Tacos was the name. And they were really good. Tacos burritos. Yeah, I used oh, to eat man, those after cool. school, after uh, sc- after school stuff. Like, like what? You know, like like track, like chess club, like cheerleading. Well, I never got on the cheerleading team, but like I would try out. You're pretty good at cheering people on, I think. That's oh, like, thank that's you. The talent you have. And that's not what the cheer squad thought, but ha- where are they? I wouldn't know. I didn't. I didn't get to go to high school. Oh, cheerleaders were very stuck up. Like in trees, or no? Their noses were up, and they thought very little of anybody beneath them. I feel like this is like really personal for the two of you, and this is like <laughs> new information for me. So I'm not reacting the way you would want me to. <laughs> yeah. As your trash talking cheerleaders, this one girl walks by cheerleaders. <laughs> oh, we spotted one. Sticks her nose up. And like, oh, I, th- I, I think I knew her. I think she went to the school across the street for me. <laughs> As you all are talking, and some of you taking advantage of the fact that, at least for now, people are mostly leaving you alone because they seem to talking about very important <laughs> hero stuff. Oh, yeah, of course. Kid Phoenix, you catch like a couple people like taking pictures, just like new hero teams formed, getting it in the beginning. When they start taking pictures, if they overstay their welcome, I shift their camera's lenses with my telekinesis just to make sure all the pictures are out of focus. <laughs> my face will not show up, so it'll be like all melty, twisty. Yeah, melty or like pixelated. Glider is talking to y'all and engaged in this conversation, but she is standing, like, hands on hips, like, superhero standing. <laughs> yeah, because you were given a heads up by your parents that, like, oh, yeah, when you got the invitation, you know, there's going to be a lot of people taking pictures, so just keep in mind there's going to be a lot of eyes on you, sweetie. Yay! 
Yeah, I know. I'm ready. Oh, that's so cute. Don't stay out too late, okay? I won't. I'll text you when I'm on the way back. Yes. Are we in the 90s? Oh, then we wouldn't be texting. We'd be like, we'll call from a payphone. Well, this is superhero 90s, so it's different. <laughs> Comic book 90s. Uh, yeah, we have like cool superhero communicators. Yeah. I guess so. Comic book world knows told the glider's parents are very ordinary and boring, so. Yeah, they're very, very, I do hear them echoing. And it's like, make sure you know everyone's gonna be gonna see you. And I'm just like, I am being seen. Madigan's just got her hip resting against the table, arms crossed, trying to look as unapproachable as possible. Ready to get home and get out of the uniform and into sweatpants. Uh, yeah, and in front of a video game, maybe play some Frogger. Oh, heck yeah. Or old school Castlevania. So as you're chatting, you see people, like, their attention is starting to shift to the TV screens where you can see something is about to happen. And as you all turn, you see Silvera Sparkle, a superhero turned TV personality who... It's because she has the ability to just draw attention when she speaks. No one's sure exactly how she does it. If it's something to do with, like, her appearance, something in the eyes, her voice itself. She is not given a straight answer, but it's usually her sparkling personality. Also, no one knows her actual name. She's been very careful about that because she wants a private life. So she just starts talking and... This is, you get the feeling, one of the main events of this is she just gives this rousing speech about working together to build a better future and the different projects that are going on and collaborations between different companies and supers with different powers. You just, you all are fascinated by this conversation by what she's saying, by this speech that she's giving, the things that she's talking about, because there's a lot of exciting things going on, and she talks to, like, a new generation of heroes and shows some clips that are actually um, much better flattering <laughs> clips from the fight. Amazing. As well as some, like, other encounters with other up-and-coming heroes and... She's just, like, talking for solid, like, 10, 15, 20 minutes before you see someone come up and whisper something in her ear, and she's like, Okay, and without further ado, I'm gonna hand it over to a colleague of mine who's going to explain why we're really here. And the camera pans over, and you see the semi-retired Major Molly Mallet. You have been listening to Queen City Supers, a graveyard tape side story using the game Masks. Masks A New Generation is a superhero role-playing game in which a team of young heroes fights villains, saves lives, and tries to figure out who they are. Featuring Caitlin as Madigan, aka Scarlet Sentinel, the Janus. Jess as Bethany Bertolucci, aka Glider, the Beacon. Ian as Marcus, a.k.a. Kid Phoenix, The Doomed, and Brianna Jean as The Keeper and Producer. <laughs>